Rando Banter podcast with uh, Larry and Duff, season two. We're back. What's going on, man? We're back. Hey, it's um, actually outside, mid-September, and it actually doesn't feel bad at all. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's why we took the summer off, you know. Let's, oh. let's just be honest with everybody. Yeah. I had too much sweat. Yeah. Because we mostly have been recording outside, so um, there have been some brutal days this summer. Cigars in 100 degrees with 100% humidity yeah. does not work out well. Like, you've been here since 2007, I think, this year. <laughs> I think we say it every year, but this year seemed worse because it, we didn't get much rain. We're talking like old men right now. But usually <laughs> rain... The farmer's <laughs> sad. Yeah. But usually rain will cool things down a little bit, so yeah. you, you have some reasonable you know, time to hang out for a little while. We went this a month year was stretch. Nothing. Yeah. A month stretch with like almost no afternoon showers, which temperatures just went to upper 90s and the heat index of 115. That's like the feels like temperature. Yeah. You know, Will Noonan does a great bit about the feels like. You got to watch that. <laughs> um, we'll have him down in Florida. We'll get to that later on. Sweet. But so uh, what was what was this summer for you, man? What happened? What did you do? Well, I think the break came at a, a pretty decent time where we stopped recording in may was that about it yeah, yeah so um i don't know if anybody for those who know me went through a pretty significant bank merger uh started in may of 2022 and you actually do like six months of due diligence before the merger and then the actual transaction takes place and then you have five months of trying to get your systems ready for what's called a system conversion so every bank has their own systems of keeping track of all their information. Well, they're when billions you, of when, dollars. When you merge those, it is things go haywire. So right around May, I think when we stop recording is when we flip that switch. So we're still kind of working ourselves out of that, but it's none of them go smooth. But so it was a pretty stressful time. But that that was a lot of my um, summer was spent doing that. Still. Just, still working through it yeah so things don't come out map over well like and i'm probably the dumbest from a technological standpoint out of anybody i know so it doesn't help that (laughs) you know they're asking me all these technical questions and i'm like i had no idea like so i i I offer no help really i don't know uh this isn't a bank but when i so i worked for this company called banner tire which was owned by sts tire um that was the job I had had before I moved to Massachusetts and uh, moved to Florida from Massachusetts. And just before I moved, like six months or so before, we got bought out by a company called Mavis Tire, which most people have probably seen or heard of at this point, except for maybe in New England, because I don't think they've crossed into New England yet, but they've bought out so many different companies. That was like a, you know, okay, they bought you out. This is the stock price they paid. This is you know, because we were an employee-owned company, so we each earned ESOP stock, employee stock ownership program, um, and it was like two weeks. Hey, you're being bought. You're bought. Now you work for this company. Now yep. there was no like five, six months going through yep. all this, doing all that. Um, although I will say, uh, the the disbursement of the ESOP money, I literally, a couple months ago, just got my last check. Oh, and really? I've been in Florida for wow. seven years. 
Wow. Okay. So that was the long process of it because I guess I have to go through, find all the expenses mm. and whatever that they can nitpick out of it and then decide how much is left over that you can have. Wow. Interesting. Them. So it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, was it, how was it going through that after? Like, after the merger, was it fine? Yeah. Or was it a headache? It okay. was, I mean, the only thing that was a headache now is that you're, you're a company where you're essentially a, Defecto part owner, obviously the board mm -hmm. runs everything and you have no say in shit, but you're a de facto owner. Whereas now this family owned company at the time, they're now bought by some big, um, like, uh, what do they call those conglomerates? Conglomerate, with, yeah, uh, or private equity groups. Private or equity like, groups, yeah. exactly. That's what I was yep. looking for. Um, so at the time, they were a family owned company and then trying to like switch over to their rules. And, you know, we were a bunch of guys that busted balls and all this stuff, and it became corporate like that. <laughs> Getting reported to HR. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was the worst part yeah. of it. But, I mean, I was gone in six months. It really didn't matter yeah. to me. Like, I took, yeah, great. Like, my ESOP took a huge bump, and I'm moving to Florida either Yeah, nice. Okay. So. Oh, yeah, the other thing they did in the middle of this, too, was um, they gave me a department to run. So I had, instead of having two people report to me, now I have nine. Ooh. So, yeah, it, over the summer, there was a lot of uh, just learning how to manage a larger group. I mean, uh, you know, for those for those who you know me, I don't don't have kids because I, I first of all, I don't think I could have the responsibility of something like that. Second of all, we have two cats. I barely remember to clean the litter box. So to have uh, nine, Same here. <laughs> nine employees report to me is uh, it, it's a lot. So Duff, I've been managed by you before. Yeah, no. Olympia Sports. I never had a management position. Come on. No, I never did. I thought, I swear you were a key holder at one time. No. No, I, they did not give me the responsibility of that, and they were smart And you were for there doing for that. like 11 years. <laughs> I did. Really? Yeah, I was a doer. I wasn't a manager. When did you start to, at Olymp? Oof, uh, I was my, probably 99. 99, okay. Yeah. So you were only there for like three years. Yeah. Like. I guess that makes Moved sense. On, I, was, yeah. I was managed by Mike Barrett, though. I got well... What I will say uh, from the comments, I think we have, that's that's enough of Olympia talk. From who? Who said that? <laughs> Everybody. Oh, shit. Okay. Cutting this part. Uh, <laughs> cut. No. <laughs> Anything so, else happened this summer that uh, has has your reeling, like this uh, bank merger? Uh, no, you know, I'm finally getting back to normalcy and kind of enjoying things. And it's, like I said, perfect timing with the weather breaking, football being on. We're oh, recording this uh, the Sunday, sorry, the Saturday before mm -hmm. opening Sunday for the NFL. So tomorrow it kicks, I mean, it's already kicked off Thursday night. But, mm -hmm. um, I mean, that was, I'm, I'm ready for a good time of the year. I think there's something called a seasonal affective disorder, and it's more... I think it's more so in like northern states yeah, when it gets winter. to the winter because you don't see the sun. I actually, I think I get it the opposite way, where the summer is just way too damn hot. I'm miserable. So I just get all bent out of shape, irritable. Like <laughs> I'm a pain in the ass in the summer. And uh, so I, th I don't know if you, do you feel that at all or are you still kind of... I'm just still so happy to not have to deal with snow and <laughs> below freezing temperatures. That hasn't gotten to me yet. Maybe in I gotcha. four or five more years of uh, 115 heat indexes. Yeah. There's nothing worse than you, you take a cold shower in the morning. It's already ice cold. It's already 85 degrees at yeah. 7 a.m. And then yeah. you get out of the shower, you're already sweating. It's like, all right, I've had enough of this. So. Maybe a plumber can explain this to me. 
can't you like you can have hot water heaters, so you can keep hot water in your house. This summer was so hot. I would get up in the morning and try to take a cold shower, and for about two minutes, I would get good cold water, and then it just went warm because yeah. there's just there's no cold water. It's just <laughs> ninety something yeah. all the time. So unless it's coming out of the fridge, you know where yeah. it's in, the lines are in refrigerated and that's cold. After that, it's just warm water. You gotta have ice. I can't take put ice on myself in the shower. <laughs> you know, sorry. First world problems. First world problems. <laughs> there we go. Can't take a cold shower around here. What about you? How did the summer treat you? Uh, very um, interesting summer. I mean, honestly, if there's a couple of instances that's thinking back to where I was in May versus the same situations now are just totally different. Like, um, we had talked about at the end of last season, like the country music stuff that you guys, the suggestions you had made for Megan and I, I think that was around New Year's. And I was just looking for, um, you know, a different, something different to listen to music-wise because it's just the stuff that I've normally listened to is just, I've been listening to it forever. And yeah. there's like the, the, a lot of the newer stuff coming out. Yeah, you get some new stuff from bands you like, but I just needed something different. So you guys yeah. made a lot of country suggestions. And then I was like, you know, this, the stuff that you guys suggested for us, I actually, I really liked pretty much all of it. Sweet. There wasn't anything I didn't like. So then I'm like, okay, well, let me start looking at those bands. There's like Morgan Wallen, Hardy, and, you know, um, Riley Green. And like, let me see what of those guys else, what other stuff that they yeah. make that I like. So sure. I'm starting to like go other popular songs and then maybe a couple other deep tracks yeah. to find more. Um, Luke Combs, like, too. I, you, you didn't even really mention Luke Combs all that much. I think he gave us one song or mm -hmm. I don't know. But I, I like, love Luke Combs. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was weird. Like rock and drinking. Yeah. Like. About a month ago, you actually called me. You're like, are you going to Luke Combs concert? I'm like, is, yeah. is this Larry? Like, what? Yeah, who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> I, what actually I did with that was um, a buddy that I work with was buying tickets to go with his girl, and uh, he's like, you know, he's like, it sucks. We're buying like near the stage, and there's no seats. And his thinking was like, it sucks if you have to pee. Like, one of you has to post up and hold yeah. the area. Uh, so he and he's like, I drink a lot. So his girl was like, you're just going to get drunk and have to go pee every five minutes. <laughs> and it's going to suck for me. So he was like, I want someone else to go. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to buy tickets. Probably not going. I'm yeah. probably buying these to resell. But in case I, you know, end up where a lot of people want to go. Yeah. Like meaning Megan and maybe you guys or Dupe and Lindsay or something like that. Maybe we'll make a big thing of it. I didn't really want to because it was yeah. a Friday night and all that stuff, but um, the Saturday show had sold out well before, and then they added a second show. So uh, I think Riley Green was on one of them, right? <clears throat> I forget which night. He was on Saturday. But, he was not nice. on Friday. But um, So anyway, that's why I bought tickets for okay. that. I ended up selling all eight. We didn't go. I kind of wish I did now because the more I listen to him, yeah. I love his songs. Yeah, I heard he put on a good <clears throat> show. That's what I hear, you know. Um, sad I missed it. But again, I keep looking more and more. I have to get... The problem I'm having now is, though, I'm, like, trying to expand and, and listening to names that I don't know. Yep. And a lot of the songs that I'm listening to, I'm just like, this is horrible. <laughs> do, so you want, do you want to share? <laughs> it's really anything that's not the type of country you guys yeah but the, apparently it's in a, a list on on spotify called hot country okay yeah so 
cold country you don't like. Okay. <laughs> um, older stuff, definitely no. It's just hard to pinpoint what it is. I, I got to figure that out. Yeah. Okay. To find more. Um, I don't remember the names that I didn't like because I didn't I didn't like it. Just thumbs down and see you later. So I moved on. Gotcha. Quickly. Any other anybody else with uh, uh sorry besides Luke Combs that you really got into that you didn't think you would or that you stumbled upon? <laughs> um, when we f- did that episode where I talked a lot about comedy, but at the beginning of that we listened to some country songs and I gave my off of the list that you gave us and I gave my opinion. I said that Morgan Wallen. Sounded like a semi-homeless person. Yeah. Now I fucking love him. Yeah. <laughs> so that took it a big... It still sounds like that. Yeah, it's something about the voice. Like, there's soul to it versus, I don't know. The opinion definitely changed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's crazy how many hits he just rattles off. Right. Uh, Luke Bryan, I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah, I've I tried agree. some of those. Um, there's like... Is there like... Cody Johnson. I, I don't know. Yeah. The names Sounds are. Familiar, yeah. I don't remember. I tried listening to some different ones that were recommended based on the list of songs that are on that playlist. And I'm just like, yeah. no, these are not hitting at all. That's it. Um, so. Yeah, one of the ones I recommended to you is uh, Zach Bryan. And I guess if, I've been listening to him for a few years. And I actually, I think on one of the episodes, I'm like, oh, he's going to, I think he's going to blow up in the next year or so. He was already there. Uh, no. Uh, uh, something in the Orange, I think, was one of his big hits m- most recently. Um, what was the song you gave us by him? So I, I'm not 100% sure. I'll tell you right now. I so I was actually listening to the you know the FM radio because I'm in a rental car now, which yeah, we'll right. get into later. Apparently, he is coming to uh, – oh, from Austin? Yeah. Hey, that's right. Apparently, he is headlining Ray J. <laughs> so I guess oh. he did blow up a little bit, but okay. he was already kind of there. So, but it's just weird to think. I mean, that guy, you know, a few years ago, nobody really heard of him, and now he's headlining a stadium. So that's, that's a hell of a following. Yeah, that's similar to Luke Combs. <laughs> a couple of years ago, yeah. he was not, I mean, he had a hit or two, and now all of a sudden he's headlining yeah. a, a second stadium tour next year. I guess we'd be remiss, too, not to mention that Jimmy Buffett just I died. was just going to say that. Are you, uh, are you a Jimmy Buffett fan, or do you kind of... So... My whole thing with ska and like the the reggae rock mixture is it kind of has like that tropical yeah. islandy vibe, which I don't know. I just love that. I love music that reminds me of that. I like being in that kind of state of mind, even though I've never been to the Caribbean or any of that stuff. But you know, it just reminds me of chilling, drinking outdoor, warm weather, beach. Yeah, I'm not a big beach guy, but I like the thought of being at the beach better than being at the beach. Um, so I always liked his music. I'm not, I was never, I didn't know they like really associated him with country. Yeah. You're not a parrot head. I wouldn't call myself that. No, <laughs> no. Um, but it, it was sad to hear. Yeah. That, he was, uh, he had a following. I mean, there's people that loved him that just went to every single one of his concerts. From what I hear too, uh, one of our previous guests, Justin Boza lived in Key West, would see him right. every once in a while on his uh, boat. And he said, that's all he loved to do. He liked playing music, liked fishing. Down to earth, really nice guy. So it's it, it's cool to hear like when when somebody's actually that famous that is actually still down to earth. Yeah, he's like enormous. Yeah, you know, or was or is or whatever. Um, he did a lot of collabs too with um, 
uh, what's that country star that uh, you said wasn't very country? He's kind of on the line that Amanda recommended. Oh, uh, is that chicken uh, fried? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, what well, the hell is his name? Zach Brown. Zach Brown pants. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We I've probably got five or six of his songs on yeah. the list too. Um, so I, I like most of that stuff. But he does yeah. a couple collabs yeah. with him. So um, you know, yeah. I think Knee Deep is the most famous one. Yeah, that's a good song. Yep. Um, there's a few of them, yeah. It's, the brain's not going to work right now. Where I, get, I can yeah. just recall. So. <laughs> we're, get, we're getting older. <clears throat> well, Actually, I mean, it's your birthday today. We're recording, so you're uh, <laughs> one year shy of 40. It's crazy to think. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Any big plans for this year? I know, I know we're planning something big for your 40th, so hopefully that comes to fruition. But I hope I get there, man. No, I'm um, honestly, like this, if it, this is the 39th year and, and I don't want to go into 40 being a fat shit. So <clears throat> there's some plans with that, okay. uh, that we can get into. What sort of, uh, ideas you got to change in this 39th year? Well, earlier this summer, um, we did Megan and I, well, I'll say Megan and I did it, but I did it a little more strictly than she did. But we did basically like a version of low carb and then also intermittent fasting with it. So essentially what I was doing was, uh, and it wasn't going all out where it's totally low carb. and But I was just skipping breakfast, trying to be done with dinner at like 6 or 7 at night. And so I wouldn't eat after 7 until about 12 or 1, have lunch. I would try to do mostly a low carb lunch, like a salad or something. And then for dinner, um, do like a huge salad at dinner and then like a steak with it, maybe corn or, um, so we're like vegetables. We can have as many vegetables and as much salad as we want. Um, you can't have like one of those like McDonald's salads. It's like fat and calories. Um, I didn't know McDonald's had salads. They used to, I don't know. That was like their thing is like McDonald's found the only thing healthy and made it like a cheeseburger. You know, when McDonald's had salads on the menu and it was smarter to get the cheeseburger. Like, that's what they did. Um, so that was those were basically the rules we were following. I wasn't drinking during the week or anything. It was just if I was going to have anything, it would be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Nothing else during the week. So, And we did that for, like, three weeks with Fourth of July in there where we did whatever we wanted. So in, in like, three weeks, I lost... 22 pounds about good good start yeah so now i mean i'm not gonna say i put all that back on but i've definitely put like you know 10 or so back on um we had the fourth of july in the middle that has nothing really to do with it then we went on vacation to south carolina after and um there wasn't much the the one big thing and i guess we can transition unless you had anything on this well, no, I was just wondering, uh, were you doing anything like from an exercise standpoint, like getting out there? And... I didn't do a thing. Okay. I didn't, do, I didn't exercise once. One... Other than my normal moving around, walking, doing this or that or the other thing. <laughs> well, one thing we, we, we've, Joanna and I have done over the summer a few, on a few occasions is actually get, went kayaking with some friends. And that's actually a pretty decent workout. The issue is we it actually is. we also pack a cooler and stick it on the front of the kayak and then, <laughs> you know, kayak to a certain place, hang out. But uh, one of the places we did go, I don't know if you ever heard of this, uh, Homeless Assa, or yeah. as Aaron would call it, home, Homeless Asshole. <laughs> but so uh, we went up there once with just a pontoon boat. Yeah. Um, and then another time we actually rented a house, stayed the weekend a couple weeks ago. And um, so... 
is actually Homosassa Springs. It's a natural spring that as you get closer to it, the water is cool. It's like 72 degrees, whereas you think, you know, fresh water in Florida, it's got to be 95 degrees right. and, you know, alligators and snakes, snakes and stuff so like that. Well. So, but with the springs, it's cool, it's clear, um, so, and especially the closer you get to it. So nice. it's, it's, it's like a... It's like a redneck party. It's about an hour and <laughs> hour and change north of Tampa. How many beers are in the cooler? Uh, <laughs> enough to last for a couple hours. Now, did you guys have individual? Kayaks? Yes. Oh, you were the one that warned. I you really I, want to I, test your marriage? Yeah, I, I, that's what I said. I'm not doing the double. Actually, I probably should have. Let's. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> listening, if you think you have a solid marriage, do a double I, kayak. I, I recommend getting tandem kayak and going out in the water. And see how strong those uh, yeah those marital marriages ties are yeah they, you know Megan and I were ready to kill each other at the end of that. <laughs> it eventually got to the point where it was just like okay, take the oar, throw it. I will handle it from the front. <laughs> yes. You yeah. know, and yeah. her also feeling the same way. You know, yeah. So we just no, we had singles, <laughs> uh, kept it simple, uh, and then you get to actually see like. Cool wildlife, wildlife too. You know, yeah. manatees swim by. You know, schools of fish, uh, river otter, uh, turtles. Uh, nothing with snakes and alligators. I think the water is Damn. too cool, cold for that. So it didn't. Yeah. You know, once you got to a spot, you hop out and you're just hanging out and you know, just hanging out in cold, cool water. It's nice and refreshing when it is 99 degrees out. It's not bad. Doesn't so. feel like it. And then you hop in the kayak. We actually, it was about a half hour kayak back and forth. So that's a long. You know, it's it's a long day. You get a lot of you get your workout. How many hours do you think you were out there? Uh, I don't know, four, four, four total. Like you know, half hour there, hang up for three hours, half hour back. Nice. So, but it was a good time, and you know, good we exercise. did it a couple of days in a row. Yeah, and it is good exercise, but essentially you're just canceling out the six or seven beers that you have on the way there. <laughs> yeah, you grab subs, you throw those in the cooler, and of course, yeah. But that was a good time, and. But, you know, doing that a few times, I'm like, all right, maybe kayaking could be something, especially if the weather's nicer. I mean, mm. you know, another time we did it, it was uh, south of the Gandy Bridge uh, on the St. Pete side. They call it the Redneck Riviera. Mm. So, nice. <laughs> but another good time. And, yeah, it's, but it's like I said, it, it gets you some exercise. You're out there. You're, you're seeing fish, dolphins and, you know, just other different wildlife out there. And so you guys just rent. Uh, the good the good thing is uh some of our friends that live in the neighborhood they have extra kayaks. Just have extra kayaks and, hanging around. Yeah, okay. and one of one of my buddies he's a bigger <laughs> dude. He has something called a kaku. So it's hell? essentially it's a kayak that you sit way up on. It's it's almost like you're you're sitting in like a lawn chair on top of a kayak, and this thing can hold up to 350 pounds. He's throwing like big yetis on there full of full of beer and food and. Yeah, I mean, it's, no, I it's, can't put any any Yetis on with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's a cool looking, cool looking kayak. So, nice. but yeah, they they brought all those up, and the house we rented up in Homosassa actually had some kayaks there as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, makes makes it a lot easier. To, but yeah, that's something. I, you know, like, wh- where did you do it in South Carolina, or did you do it down here? Or? Uh, we did no. it in South Carolina, but not recently. It was. Um, I want to say, like, Charleston, like, I don't know, before Emma was born. Okay. Oh, so uh, way back, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, you know, probably 2012, 11, something like that. Sure. 
whatever. So, but that's good to hear that you're you've kind of changed some of the habits. I'm probably a bad influence when I come down here. We do <laughs> we do the podcast because we're drinking beer and smoking cigars and all the cigars. I mean, cigars I'm, will keep coming. You know, I love my, me my cigars, but um, beer has changed a lot for me. When we were doing the podcast last time, I think it was hey, my fridge was always filled with hazy mm-hmm. IPAs. Um, every show would be two or three or four hazy IPAs, or at least not every show, but um, I'm sure most people realize we don't record every weekend. We'll record two or three in a weekend, and then those come out over a couple weeks. So through the course of recording two or three episodes would be three or four beers. Yeah, I'm sure the audience could tell the second episode yeah, or the which third ones episode were of the day. The, <laughs> wow, they seemed way off on this episode. That must have been a third on the day. Um you know, we'll probably see that later on today. Yeah, possibly. Uh, but the difference is, though, now um, it's drinking like we don't even have a beer right now. Um, we're drinking water, and there's no cigars or coffee, and there's no cigars. Um, but my fridge right now, if you look at it, um, generally it's been like uh, the Corona um, Premier, which is like the, the basically the Mick Ultra, Mick Ultra of yeah. Corona or the... Uh, Modelo Oro or O R O or O R E, whatever the hell it is. Um, mm. I'm drinking them. I'm not reading the cans. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> nothing. I think Yingling to see came here, up with something too called Yingling Flight. Okay, so. I haven't seen that one. I'll have to check that out. Um, and right now, I just have Miller Light in there, and Miller Light is basically the same thing. It's like 96 calories and like three carbs. Yeah. So it's low. Cal- I like low their cal- commercials. Cal- I think when they're making fun of Michelob Ultra, and it's like, yeah, it's one less calorie and it's a hell of a lot better taste. So right. don't exactly. be an idiot. Get the Miller Light. So and what's hilarious is I've had Mick Ultra, I've had the Corona Premier, I've had the Modelo Oro. They all taste the same. Yeah, there is yeah. absolute like especially what you're used to though. You're juice <sighs> bombs and <laughs> I'm also used to cigars, which have very subtle. Yeah, if you're tasting anything a cigar, you're not tasting like a a punch in the face of it you're tasting subtleties so it's like i I have a i don't know decent what do they call it palettes yeah um no i I can't tell the difference between those three so they're all the same whatever's there whatever the same whatever's free miller light on the (laughs) other hand you put miller light next to those drastically different it at least tastes yes tastes like a beer so that's been the a big change in terms of drinking um <clears throat> also drink far less at home normally during the week you know especially if like football's on we're going into football season on like a thursday night i'd have two beers and they'd be 16 ounce you know 400 calorie yeah. hazy ipas eight and a half percenters yeah. eight and a half percenters right where the alcohol content on this is half you know so yeah it's it's a it's a big difference it's probably better for me i'm um, cutting back on the carbs and all that um, I will get more serious. I was trying to get through, um, you know, like Labor Day and, you know, get through birthdays. Megan and I are a couple yeah. weeks apart. So um, we're we're basically done that now. I think, you know, Monday or Tuesday we'll get we'll back get going on again. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, maybe maybe be something we can watch and see next time we record, you know, in whatever, three, four weeks. Anything different? Yeah, little stages. Yeah. Walk in and you still affect. Yeah, he's still affect <laughs> shit. <laughs> You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't say that aloud. I, no, I mean, <laughs> you say it quiet enough that I can still hear you. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mics are up, damn it. 
So yeah, I, I don't think uh, yeah we we haven't toned down. We still go to uh, a decent amount of breweries. Have you have you been any new ones lately? I know you say you're trying to calm it down. We met at Corporate Ladder about a month ago, which was yeah. pretty good and good. We met at Corporate Ladder about a month ago. Um, if you go to Corporate Ladder now, I heard they redid it. You are not going to recognize it. Okay, I can show you pictures. Um, was there Tuesday? Um, I don't drink a lot of hazy IPAs or anything like that. Not because I don't love them. I still love them. They're amazing. Yeah. But just the adverse yeah. trying to back off of a little bit. But I went there with a, a co-worker, and uh, he needed to blow off a little steam. So we went. And, uh, yeah, totally. Did. I walked in. I was like, where the fuck am I? Mm-hmm. We were just here two weeks ago. A better and furniture? Better furniture. Oh, the yeah, walls, like, redone. Terrible. Like... If you know a third grade art class, like that was the essentially the furniture they had. It was so uncomfortable. So glad they changed it up. And it was always awkward when we were there, just trying to find a spot. And it's totally different now. Yeah. It's almost set up like, um, like they wanted it to be a comedy club, sort of. Okay. Um, oh, looks more like a brewery now. Yeah. But then look at this. Nice comfy chairs. Nice camp booth. The other side's chairs. It, they the went tables. from like one extreme to the other. Yeah, they're like <laughs> super fancy now. Yeah. And then let me see if we can show you the wall. This is uh, good for the audience. Let me a lot see of pictures. Show, I'll probably end up cutting this part. <laughs> uh, you can't fucking take a picture of it. You can kind of see it back here. I heard there's a projector, yeah, right? Yeah, they project the, the menu instead nice. of having the TV screens, whatever. Um. Anything else different? Like that's that's basically it for drinking with me. Yeah, I mean, um, I, one of the things that um, you've just gone straight whiskey out of the bottle now, right? You don't even <laughs> no more pours. Just, yeah, I just car- constantly carry a flask around, and yeah, it's really just gone off the deep end. So, so good, but no, that's it. I just um. Yeah, one of the things I was going to ask you too, like when you go to a different area, now you say you don't go to a lot of breweries anymore, but do you try to map out something like? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I was going to say we went to a graduation party, probably you know, of course in May, right, right after we broke, uh, and then but we purposely went a couple hours early to hit up a, co- a breweries in the area, and it was Orlando, so about an hour and a half away. So, so that's easy. To- it's always good to kind of weave those in and mm-hmm. yep, check them off your bucket list. See if you want to go back. I don't know if we've had this discussion or not yet, but Emma is doing competitive cheer this year. It's her first year doing competitive. Um, Last year, she was not on a competition team. She was on, like, a rec team. So they didn't go to competitions or anything like that. They just did, like, a showcase a couple times a year. Um, So she has a competition in Savannah. She has a competition in Pigeon Forge. Okay. So is that near? Uh, <laughs> right near Gatlinburg. Right near Gatlinburg. Yeah. A made up town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's weird too is we were like looking for shit to watch on YouTube on the TV, and we're scrolling through, and like one of the videos said "Welcome to Gatlinburg, Tennessee" on it, and I'm like, hmm. "Motherfuckers are listening, with you, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening." But so we'll map out when we go to okay coming Pigeon up in Forge. the fall though. Uh, I think that's in February or March. Okay, or right, maybe pretty cold up there. Better not be. And yeah. I was gonna say, you guys maybe 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 make a weekend and come. I don't yeah. Know. What am I getting up there? 
was the last time you were in Tennessee? If ever? Once. Once I had to go to a loan closing up there, so that was it. Spent spent a couple hours right in Nashville, right in downtown, and that was it. I definitely want to go back though, especially with uh, especially with you and country music and and Joanna, my wife, and and I. You know, it's one of the coolest places. I mean, it's a lot of bachelorette parties, so a lot of uh, loud yelling <laughs> females, but uh, every bar, live music. Uh, Great talent, like, and just kind of down to earth. A lot of them too. So, nice. so the only that, that place is a good I've place ever to been go. to in Tennessee, the only place. Drove in, went there, drove out. Was Jack Daniel's Distillery. Okay, it's the only place in Tennessee I've ever been to. Before oh. we go to this Pigeon Forge. Okay, you got a few months. Never been to Nashville. Yeah. Never been to Memphis. Never been to Gatlinburg. Yep, pigeon four. Yeah, you'll be able to get a, a good view of the state. Memphis, I think, is on the other side of the state. But yeah, yeah, way on the other side of the state, as far as you can go. Um, but yeah, we'll plan out some breweries probably there. Um, I've considered like asking Megan if she wants to do like because it's only like I don't know if I had to guess like a three hour drive from um, uh, Asheville. Yeah. So, but then, like, Emma's going to have school. She'd be missing a couple of days if we did that. Yeah, like, that's gotcha. really the only... Unless it were to happen in the fall, they don't have, like... it's If it's in February, I don't think it's the week of February vacation. Well, they have February vacation here? That was or March, break, I mean. Yeah, March, so. I mean. Yeah. Just so used to... Yeah. Massachusetts. Back up north. Yeah. So, um, if it happened to line up that way, maybe we take a couple extra days sure. or something like that, but... You know, Savannah, yeah. I've heard, has some decent breweries. I've been to Savannah, but I've never... I don't even remember who I went to Savannah with. Yeah, your mind's going. Memory's yeah. going. Yeah, sure is. I think Megan and I maybe stopped on our trip up to South Carolina one year and, like, spent a day there. I don't know. I don't... Moving on. Yes. <laughs> Brain. Well... One of the other things I did this summer, right after the break, was I decided to buy a new car. For the first one, right. so um, I, I'm I'm not I'm good at doing the research. I'm not good at finding a good. I mean, I guess car salesmen all suck, but I really just get the same dude just started, or the guy that's probably ready to be fired if he doesn't make another sale. <laughs> but I've already done my research. I've already made up my mind. I don't go shopping I'm, I'm pretty much there knowing what i'm getting right so i i'm probably hopefully i'm one of the easiest customers to deal with anyways but uh yeah did that in um may mm. bought the car and then shortly after that larry actually helped me out he saw a recall on the car i bought <laughs> so he sends me an email actually it's a rear coil spring tied to the suspension and if it's installed wrong it can just fall off pretty much what the notice said to me so, me, uh, you know, really, I wait two months. <laughs> it was kind of a scheduling thing, too. I called a few times, didn't get a hold of anybody. I'm like, oh, I guess it's not that important. Uh, finally scheduled uh, the, them to check it and inspect it. And I get, hey, Mr. Duff, uh, yeah, this is only the second one we've seen this with. But, yeah, yours was installed wrong. Oh, man. And, uh, oh, by the way, the parts... Not in stock. Um, we can only order one at a time, so we can only order it a week from now. 
Why can they only order one at a time? I, I don't know if there's just a shortage or what. You a vehicle with a defect, uh, yeah. and you can only get one at a time. Less than 4,000 miles, I'm going, you guys already? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I thought it was only going to be a couple-hour thing. It ends up turned into being about a, a full, probably a week and a half. Again, first-world problems, you know. But still, still, it's like you got a brand-new car. You don't expect this to right. happen. Uh, so, yeah, with the rental, I'm driving down here today, ready to go through the sun pass, you know, just the the – blow through the toll forget i don't have it on <laughs> i actually had to go see there's they're actually still toll booths toll booths have you stopped and paid for one in a while no, no. so yeah actually I, had to I thought i thought they they bill you by plate now uh, if not on the sun the skyway so so yeah that was fun i'm, I'm getting up to it and I, I realized very late in the in the game that oh i gotta go go over five lanes to to actually pay it yeah so it was just Interesting. It, yeah. it just throws you off like that. So, and actually, the suspension in this this is like a, a couple year old Jeep Compass is what I got. Yeah, very comparable to what I'm driving. Not at all. The suspension on this, <laughs> I, it almost sounds like I'd rather take my chances with the rear coil spring falling off than this thing. Uh, like, just sounds like this thing's been ro- rode into the ground. Can't so. even picture a Jeep Compass. What the hell is, is that? Like the boxing one? Uh, that was a Patriot, I think. But yeah, oh, it's, oh, God, yeah, it's it's pretty much the same thing. Just a tiny SUV that rides terrible. So, <laughs> but hopefully, I'm ch- turning in a day or two. I hope I hope so. Yeah, because uh, man, <laughs> how about yeah? How's the how's the ride with a? Do you do well purchasing cars? Is that a, like a? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, when you're in sales. Yeah, that's a good point. You're in. You kind of know the, how the negotiation goes. Yeah. And, um, when I buy cars, though, like I, I was always taught from the beginning, like you negotiate one thing at a time. Yeah, and you don't show up saying, "I plan to finance" or "I plan yeah. to pay cash." Or yeah, it's like, well, if I'm going to finance, you know, we'll we'll negotiate that. But I want to negotiate the price of the vehicle first, and then I want to negotiate my trade in. What I'm getting for that, yeah, and then I'll decide at that point how much I know how much I'm getting for this. I know how much I'm paying for the car. Do I want to finance this? Do I want to, yeah, with a big down payment or no down payment or you know, or do I want to just pay cash? You know, whether or not they know whether I have enough to pay cash or not doesn't yeah. matter. You want to you keep get your those options there, yeah. Negotiated first, and then another thing I always do is if I know I'm probably going to finance which I have financed every vehicle I've ever bought. <laughs> but I'll show up with, like, an outside... A pre-approval. Pre-approval from yeah. somewhere else. Usually, like, a credit union I do business with or my bank. But doing that is, the I think, the best approach to buying a new car. So I've always considered myself pretty good at that. Yeah, and, you know, we've bought Megan's and mine in the last couple of years, so I feel like we have good deals on both. Yeah, that's... I thought I got a pretty good deal, but the issue is I always go to like the the bait the salesman that like is just terrible. Like, that, <laughs> like actually when we kind of finally agree on a price, like he keeps going back to his manager coming back, then he doesn't know what to do. It's like almost like he's never made a sale before. So, like maybe I'm talking to the janitor. I don't even know what the like. It's just horrendous. Like the experience, and I I don't know. It's just at the end of the day, you get the deal done. You go to the finance department. That was the other thing that really pissed me off with this. They got their 12 options you can get oh, to yeah. built in there, like gap insurance, which I didn't put down enough. That I don't need that shit anyways. But um, when he rolled that back out, it, and that's the other thing. I don't tell him I work at a bank either. 
So like when they start to throw out just payments, I, I break out. Like once they get to that point, I, I start doing the calculator and I'm like, how are you guys screwing me over here? Yeah. So the one, the one he tried to like build it. He, he sells everything, you know. Oh, the rust package, the, you know, the 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 uh, different types of volcano insurance, whatever the hell he was trying to sell me. He added ten thousand dollars onto the car in just these added things. Take all that off. So it, I didn't ask. When for he it, tells me the why. monthly payment, I'm like, all right, we're gonna walk ourselves back here. Like what, yeah. whatever you just added to this. So, but yeah, extremely. It's never a good feel. It, it's always a pain in the ass so mm-hmm. hopefully i don't have to do it for a while but the one thing that frustrates me about it is you know you're you're in a negotiation you're working on the price of the car you're working on the price of you know your trade in and then they they got to go oh man i can't get down to that let me go get the next let me go get my boss yeah and the heat comes out and then he can't get anywhere with you yeah. oh let me go get the next guy and it's like what is this team effort yeah. of like oh this is the big closer they're bringing me you know, I've been and say I know what the fuck you're doing, man. Yeah. Like, this this is what I ha- I'm willing yeah. to pay for that vehicle. If if it you can't, you yeah, just if you can't say make it no. happen. I'll walk out the door. There yeah, like the, the deal's <laughs> gonna be had somewhere. Have you ever heard the Hannibal Burris? Uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, when you buy a vacation, a rental. I forget, I'm trying to think what that is. Timeshare. Uh, timeshare. Yeah, you ever heard the Hannibal Bur- Burris timeshare? But, I oh my god! Because it's all about that. He's gonna talk to the closer, and then like the special closer, and then yeah. then he goes to the customer service, and then that's a closer. Like and it's, just, it's one of the funniest bits because I think he's drunk and he's on like painkillers because of his back. Yeah. And, like he's just losing his shit over in timeshare because he because he's gonna get like a bottle of liquor and a free night hotel stay or something like that. But it's like the way you describe the I gotta talk to my boss and that manager and this closer, like it's exactly what the, the comedy bit is. Yeah, it's well, it makes funny sense. Shit. Dude, we actually when Megan and I were on our honeymoon in Miami, um we did this like tour of Miami and at the end of it they're like, um, if you guys come back tomorrow that we do this presentation, um and all you have to do is sit through the presentation, there's no no, you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to do anything. We just want to yeah. present something to you. It's a presentation. It shows you, like, this hotel. And then you can, you know, you get, like, what was it? Um, guaranteed $99 airfare and, like, two or three nights free at the hotel. So we're like, okay. And, like, this is on this company. that just brought us on this beautiful tour. We were, loved yeah. it. It was great. Um, so we're like, oh, okay, sure. Like, we had nothing planned. It was in the morning. Um, so it was, we go back, we do it. It's a timeshare presentation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They put you through it. And then it's like, it's at the end of it, we're just like, yeah, that's nothing I'm interested in or could afford. Yeah. You know, and they, it, that does not matter, man. They yeah. start bringing people out. You get the hard sell, man. It is like an uncomfortable yeah. experience. It got to the point where I'm just like, hey, I don't even want whatever the fuck it is you offered. Just <laughs> shut up. Leave me yeah, alone. Yeah. We're leaving. Show me the door, please. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think, how that ended. I don't think we ever got what we were, yeah. you know, promised to just come see a presentation. It's no big deal. So we were 20. I was 23 at the time. I got swindled into the yeah. the, the old. I don't even know if they do that stuff anymore. No, I, think, I'm, I think it still happens. Yeah. How old is that Hannibal Burr's bit? You remember, is that something new? or No, it's probably five, six years old. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it might still be going on then. Yeah. <laughs> it's I don't know that whole industry is a fucking scam because like if you own a timeshare 
it's a fixed price of what you pay, but they charge you maintenance fees, mm -hmm. and you have no control over that. They can charge whatever they want. Yep, it's all and the fine you're print. Under contract. Yeah. Yep. So it's such a scam, you know. And I know yeah. some people that do them that are like, "Oh no, I get to go once a week, and I'm guaranteed my week." And it's like. But they is say it, it like worth? that too? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> They're usually like, uh, what's yeah. people that are, um, the word is escaping me, naive yeah. is the word. Um, and it's like, what well, do you pay for the right to be able to go for that one week versus what you could have paid to go somewhere else or go somewhere within that city yeah. and you don't have to pay maintenance fees and all this shit? You know, and you're you're stuck going to that same place every year. Yeah, if you love the place and it's great, and you want to go every year. I bet it'd be cheaper, or even at worst, the same price, to not have a timeshare yeah. and just rebook. Maybe do different hotels, check out different places. I don't know. Yeah, my brother-in-law got into something. It's kind of more of a percentage ownership share. So it's up in York Beach, and it was like a I think it was a converted hotel. Okay. So what it is is you buy a percentage ownership in a unit. So say it's, we'll just say, there are, you know, for 26 weeks, you buy a 2% share. Uh, sorry, you get two weeks, you know what I mean, out of the 52. So that's what you're paying. So you and 26, 25 other owners own that unit as a percentage, mm -hmm. and then you get that many weeks, you know, up there. For, you swap out, you know, every year it kind of changes. So one year you get Christmas. So it's one like year a timeshare, but they're... Saying but that you own it. I think there's a lot more transparency in that, whereas, you know, the buildings run like like a condo unit would be, you know, okay. or a condo association would be. So it's a lot more transparency, whereas, in my opinion, I think the timeshares is a lot of that just, you know, sorcery behind the scenes magic that yeah. and you're Plus just you automatically getting charged. Yeah. Interesting. There's a lot of, like, um, crowdfunding type stuff now, and this is, like, Having Tony on for this yeah, part would probably yeah, be a lot better because he he's way more intelligent. And by the way, they have their new podcast that that they're, it's out right now. Yep. Dot coms and hot moms. So check it out. Super entertaining. Love listening to it. Um, they're usually they've all been about a half hour, yep. a little bit longer, but quick quick listen. Yeah. Get right through it. They do their research. Yeah, they'll break. It's funny. <laughs> they'll break up break down like a startup or a company. Um, and then you know May has her hot mom of the week, which is usually an influencer. Yeah. Um, and, and just kind of trends, yeah, for, trends that's going stuff. on. Did you like the yeah. divor divorce parties? Was one of their episodes that was uh, kind of like I, that was something brand new to me. I'm yeah. like, I'm listening to these episodes and like I want to talk. I want to be in the yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was one of them. Um, they were doing the one that was very. Uh, I remember telling him, "Hey, good job on the uh, explicit content on this one." Yeah, and they're talking about a lot of the, you know, sex stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So that was a good one, um, you know, the sleep aid one. They, they're doing a great job. Yep. So highly recommend if you like podcasts, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, throw that one in the rotation. You'll enjoy it yep. for sure. Um, we'll have them on sometime, sometime in the near future. Absolutely, yeah. We'll, and hopefully together and, you know, they can kind of, you know, talk about, you know, what brought that on and, and, and you know, kind of the inspiration behind it. Tony, you know, he, he's been in where he's been in a startup that was trying yep. to, you know, raise funding and all this stuff. So um, he'll have a lot of good insight to that. So yeah. I look forward to that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's the, the level of knowledge he has in that in that stratosphere. Yeah. And it's funny. He does his research. There's a quick story about, you know, he, of course, he went to Georgetown. 
and then Aaron and I went to USF, and there was we were at some family gathering when we were all, all in college at the same time, and somebody had asked, like, oh, how many hours uh, of homework do you have? And Tony was the first answer, of course. He's like, oh, three to four. And I go, yeah, yeah, that's, that's usually a rough week for me, three to four hours a week. And he goes, no, a day. Like, like so, just the, the wide range oh. of differences between <laughs> USF and Georgetown. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm lucky if I do one or two hours a week. And <laughs> so three or four hours a day, that's nuts. That's, yeah. There's no time to enjoy college. Right. What would you, what do you, you do otherwise? <laughs> go to class, and you go do three or four hours of homework, and you go to bed. Yeah, just don't look at the classes I took. I mean, I, I got mm. the piece of paper on the wall, but... Yeah, if you look at my transcript, uh, <laughs> nobody would hire me. Right. Uh, I've started my own little uh, startup. Um, there we'll, you go. We'll talk more. Um, Andy and Rob are here. They're kind of involved. Uh, but the comedy business we did in Massachusetts is finally coming down here a little more regular than the um, one fundraiser we did for Aaron, which wasn't like a business related. It was a fundraiser for yeah. Aaron. Um, which went very well anyway. So the, the experience you well. got, like, yeah. the experience you have with those, yeah, just made it kind of go off without a hitch and mm. very successful event. How many, what do we have, 150 people? I forget, it was 100 uh, or 200, somewhere in there. I mean, yeah. the one in Tampa, yeah, I think their capacity was 150 and that sold out, what, two weeks in advance, yep. three weeks in advance. But I mean, as it should have, it was for a great cause. It was... I mean, between all the work that May put in and, you know, Mike and Tiff and you and me and, you know, getting everything lined up, sponsorships, prizes, you know, there, there was, it was an event that it would be almost dumb to miss. You yeah. know, it was a great comedy show. You can win a million different things. It's a great night out. It's a fun time. So you have to go. Um, I had Lenny down here, Lenny Clark. That's right. Yeah. Yep. A couple of years ago. Yep, 2019. Um, and then really just, it. I don't know. It's hard to find a venue that doesn't treat you like a wedding where it's like, well, we usually get five grand for the room. Um, I guess we could charge less, but then you'd have to give us food and drink guarantees of $2,500. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, really? You want, you'd rather the room just sit vacant? Then, okay. That's your call. But you did find a place. So we found a, a good venue, um, a couple actually. But the you know the one that I'm really excited about is the Sarasota Fairgrounds. They have a couple different. Well, they have a, an arena. If we ever want to go big, they have a, a smaller room that seats like 150, and then like a mid-sized room that seats a little under 300. So it's like very versatile. You know, we can have different size comics, and you know, <laughs> one thing that's cool that we could even do if the rooms were both not booked at the same time would be to like say that it's in one room, sell until that room is sold, and then if it looks like, oh, crap, well, we could sell a lot more Open tickets, up, yeah. you could just add to the, and then yep. move it to that, and it's almost like... You reduce your downside, yeah. Yeah, you don't, there's nothing to it. Um, oh, okay, well, we sold more. We could have done the bigger building. Let's just do it in the bigger building. Um, I think that's not practical only because what if they're, what if somebody else wants to book one of the rooms? Sure, yeah. And then you kind of can't do that, but um, we're just going to, there's a building called the Potter Building, and that's the one that's a little under 300, and that's the one I really think would be perfect. That's like a little bit bigger Halligans sure. you know, that we did in Massachusetts a lot, so. And then your, what, so what are the details on the event? So our first one that's already booked is Saturday, November 11th, and totally by chance, as in like a, a bunch of our Massachusetts friends will be down that weekend because yep. it's also Aaron's anniversary yep. weekend. 
Um, and so I was reached out to a comedian, Dave Russo, who we worked with a lot up in Massachusetts and just completely by chance. He's like, you know, I told him, Hey, we're booking some shows down here, you know, starting off travel fees are going to be tough. So it's not something, you know, I can't pay somebody on a, you know, we don't have enough on the budget to pay somebody, you know, air, air flight, travel, mm. all that crap. So it was like, if you're ever going to already be down here for something, and he just happened to be, hey, I have a week, I'm going to be down there, something in the middle of the week, but I have nothing after that. I haven't booked flights yet. I'll be, you know, if that weekend works for you. So the venue happened nice. to be open that okay. weekend. So we're like, hey, I can lock this in. You want to do it? And we, nice. you know, negotiated a number that worked for both of us. And cool. we have a show. Um, and we're working with Pat Donovan, who anybody who listens to Tampa Sports Radio, they're the morning Pat and Aaron show. Uh, the morning drive on WDAE. Pat's going to host. Pat is, you know, has an ownership stake in the company as well. So, you know, they'll have uh, hopefully some, you know, a, a big boost in marketing sure. for us. Yeah. Pat's got a big platform. So uh, that'll be very helpful. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to getting back and, and doing that, man. Cool. It's been a good way to kick long. it off. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to get a big name next. I don't know okay. who it would be, but it's got to be somebody that, you know, makes sense money wise. Sure. Yeah. I was looking at the, uh, and I don't know what these guys get, but the guys who did Super Troopers. Broken like, Lizard, yeah. Yeah, Jay Shandricker, like, I was looking at places he's he performs in. They're not like huge clubs or anything. It's not like theaters or. Yeah. I think he might be within, within reason. I just don't know if, like, for Florida, for Sarasota, is that <clears throat> the population's a little older? <laughs> I don't know if that's. I don't know. Yeah, you just got to feel it out, We're going right? to have to find so, out. Yeah. Or should we cater to a little older of a crowd? You know. But that's that. Obviously, we'll, we'll talk more. We're going to have Rob and Andy on yep. um, in the next couple episodes. So we'll talk more about that when they're on. But that's but, exciting, though. Glad to hear it's kick, getting moving. And yeah. Yeah, you can get some local openers, too? Or are you, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it won't just be those two. Um, you know, we have some connections with just from doing Aaron show. Yeah. Um, and Lenny's show, I had uh, somebody open for Lenny too, so it'll be it'll be a good show. Cool. I'll do what I did in Massachusetts, where it's like I'm going to book people that I would want to pay and go see. Sure. Yeah. Because uh, you know, if you don't want to see it yourself, I'm not going to want to <laughs> force on other, others. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, give me your money and watch this sh- crappy <laughs> comedy show. No, yeah. not going to be like that. Well, you got two months. Two months from uh, probably when this airs, right? So, so yeah, this is going to air on. <clears throat> What, the 12th? 12th yeah, Tickets yeah, go yeah. on sale Friday the 15th. Okay. So, and there is a promo code for anybody who wants to buy tickets in advance. So, just uh, if you're one of the people listening in Florida and you want, ask. And I will give it to you. Other than that, though, that's about it. I don't have anything new besides any of that stuff that we've talked about yeah, the last hour. We're so. back. So, we're back. Um, I will say, you know, new last song. year, yeah, a new <laughs> open. I'm sure you uh, noticed. Um, probably same outro. I liked our outro last year. Sure. No problem with that. Nothing um, wrong with it. I am going to try to. I had a couple of people tell me that um, it, it was too edited. Like it, I made most of the episodes almost like too clean, and they wanted to sound more. Natural and podcasty. I guess I tried. I made them okay. 
So I'm gonna edit. You're too less. good. So I'm gonna edit. Too less. good at your job. Yeah. I'm gonna edit less. Um, I'll write down things like times that we need to something obvious that needs to be edited, and we'll edit those points. But I'm not gonna cut out all the ums and ahs and sure all that crap. So just leave it natural. There you go. That's uh, what you got to look forward to, folks. Yeah. Also, like we had a lot of our friends on last year that are entertaining people. Yeah. For sure. But we will, you know, be broadening our horizons. A lot of friends on still, maybe even ones you heard last season. But there'll be ones that we'll also be having people on that we don't know very sure, well. Yeah. That are, I don't know, different walks of life, different, maybe some comedians, you know. Yep. Brewers, um, I think we were talking about. Yeah, brewer, brewers brewer. from breweries. <laughs> I cannot speak right now. Uh, yeah. So that'll be fun. You know, cigar maybe aficionado owners. maybe as well. Is that another one? Yeah, some cigar people, yep. There's there's several that are outside of the normal people you'd hear from. I think last year we had one. And he was still a relative, so we need to broaden our eyes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well cool. We're looking forward to kicking off the fall. We got football starting. And um yeah, you know it's I a good do? time of year. I'm gonna throw you a, a curveball question that you're not <laughs> expecting. Who wins the Super Bowl? It's actually, you know what? Who's coming out of the AFC? Okay. Who's coming out of the NFC? And who wins? So, to me, I would. I don't like a lot of the teams that are good right now. So it is pretty frustrating in the for the NFL. My thought: I'd like to see Cincy win, and I, I'd, I'd root for them if the Patriots are out. Out of the NFC, I hate to admit it. It seems like the Eagles are what's going to come out of the NFC, but those are my two thoughts. Um, how about you? What are you thinking? So you have the Bengals beating Bengals the Eagles. over the Eagles, yeah. <sighs> I think the 49ers go. My only problem is Brock Purdy. Like he, he had a great year on a team that was loaded. And that's what a lot of people said about Brady when he started too. That Yeah, he had a good year, but he was on a team that was freaking stacked. Um. If the Chiefs go again, it's going to drive me crazy. Yes. So um, glad they lost Thursday night. Yes, yes. But I still think that they're one of the favorites to go and win. Yeah. Um, but that being said, give me the 49ers over the... You took the Bengals. That would have been my sexy pick. Um, yeah, 49ers over the Bengals. Okay. And, uh, the third time that Super Bowl matchup has happened, that, and yeah. the third time that result. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Um, so that's my pick. All right. Here's my curveball question to you. Okay. Still on the football. What's the What's the Patriots' record? <laughs> you know they're they're going to be much improved from last year. I think they went with a seven and ten last I year. I think you're right. Yeah. Much improved from last year. However. Their division is much improved, Murders, right. and their schedule is pretty awful. Um, eight and nine. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. I think the uh, Vegas has them at seven and a half. I think is the over under. I wouldn't bet that either way. No, nah, because I think right, it's, right there, it's yeah. right on spot on. I mean, hopefully they don't lose the games that they lost last year because they they lost a couple horrible games. Yeah, well, they, they have, have better no coordinators. Yes. They'll be better. Last year was the worst 
um, play calling. coached yes. football team under Bill Belichick, yeah. including his years in Cleveland, ever. Like, that was terrible. So it, it can't right. be any worse than that. And they won seven games. So. All right, you say eight and nine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be optimistic. I'm going to say nine and eight. Okay, does that get him in the playoffs? No. Not, not in the AFC. AFC's Holy loaded. shit. Yeah. Yep. Who do you think wins the AFC East? I hate to say it. I think I think the Jets do. What? Uh, I think they were a quarterback away from being I, they have a stacked team, so good news is Monday night we'll see Bills, Jets. Yep. Right off the bat. Right off the bat, who's the better team? Um I think because there's so much different with the Jets, I think the Bills Still hold on. We'll still hold on this year. Um, plus, you never know what you're going to get. Everybody thinks, because Tom Brady played till he's 108, that Aaron Rodgers can play great at yep. 41 or whatever he's going to be. 40 or – let's not forget he's not 32 anymore. Yep. So that's all I go. got. That's the football uh, talk. I think the Bills win the division. You think the Jets – Patriots, nine and eight for Either you. Either way, it's eight gross. Nine for me. <laughs> All those are gross. Yes. Uh, Bengals beat the Eagles, Duff said in the Super Bowl. 49ers beat the Bengals, I said in the Super Bowl. Mark it down.